Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, June 13, 2023. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new like P.O. Wurzbach's voice on the phone line when you are on with customer service with BDO credit cards. Yeah. I was on the line with them yesterday for like an hour. And then, because my signal sucks here in the in the in my place, my fucking line cut out, man. So anyway, I just want to share because I, I I have really no issues really with BDO. I actually like BDO for the most part. I've never lost any money. They don't really send any like there's no scammers impersonating BDO, unlike Union Bank or whatever, but uh, what I think, and it's not just a BDO thing, I would say it's it's a, uh, well, maybe it's a Philippine thing, because in the States, there's a lot of no annual free, annual fee credit cards, like, for life, like, you don't have to jump through hoops and shit, but for me, BDO, they, 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 they charge you an annual fee, right, and then last year, they, they change it to a monthly fee, so my my monthly fee is 200 pesos, but now the annual fee then, if you do the math, is 2,400 pesos. So for the last um, 11 or 12 months, I've been paying every month 200 pesos, which I then call and then I get it reimbursed, right? I get it, uh, whatever, refunded or reversed. And for me, I don't understand why they, they can't just like, you know, I, do they expect you not to call? I guess so, right? That's how they make money, I guess. But the fact that they change to monthly and then... Uh, Lo and behold, I check my credit card statement, as you should always check your credit card statement before you pay it, right? I always do the math. I always make sure that I didn't get charged for anything. And I saw a charge for 2,400 pesos. So I'm like, what? I thought you were charging me monthly. So I get on the line. And guess what? After about 40 minutes of holding, I talk to the first, and I say first because there's more to the story. I talk to the first customer service rep. And they're really cool. I mean, the, the customer service reps are pretty helpful anyway. Her name was Mary. Shout out to Mary. And then the other one, her name was Lelaine. I always make sure to mention their name so that they feel special <laughs> and they're not like assholes to me. But Mary told me that, oh, sir, we have reverted back to the annual billing. And, you know, I was not informed in any shape or form. I didn't get an email. Maybe I did. I didn't really check if I did, but I didn't get a text or anything. So that might come as a surprise. So to any BDO credit card holders, uh, just make sure that you get that shit checked out. So, you know, at the end of the day, the, my line cut because my signal sucks here. So I had to call again. And I had to wait again. And you know what? What I feel like, I don't know why they haven't implemented it here. Maybe it's just not feasible technology. Because when I was in the States last year, I had to call a couple of government or not government, but like like agencies or, or, or businesses. So I had to call a bank. I had to call the DMV, which is the, the equivalent of the LTO, the, Demar- the, the Department of Motor Vehicles. And they have this cool feature where it, you can get a, uh, it's called a callback feature. So you get on the line and if the waiting line is too long, if they can't connect you with an operator, they basically say, would you like us to call you or text you and then call you back when, when we're ready? And that makes life so much easier in my opinion, right? 
You say yes, and then you can go about your day. You know, you can surf Instagram without fear of your line cutting off. And then they'll get a text and they say, please be ready to answer a call in two minutes or one minute. And then they call you and then you get connected right away. So there's no more guessing in terms of how long, you know, you're on their Pia Wurzbach. I've been a BDO member for 20 years. And they keep repeating that shit over and over again until you just, you know, you get fucking irritated I memorized the whole spiel. I even tweeted that yesterday. Fuck. So I got disconnected and then I got reconnected to Lelaine. Lelaine was also very helpful. And uh, yeah, so we got the charges reversed. I also got my past, I think, six months of monthly, which is 200 pesos each month, also reversed. Because I, I don't want to call every month. It's just a pain in the ass. So they let you reimburse up to about, like I think it's 12 months. So my last call was in October. So I haven't called since October. So, see, I, I figured, you know, after what, November, December, about eight months? Ah, uh, fine, I'll call them again. Uh, I would have actually not called them yet, but because of this annual fee that got charged to my card, I had to call them. And, you know, I think it's just the nickel and diming of credit card companies or whatever. Like, I understand. Don't they have enough, like, degenerates out there that they're making money, right? I know people that, that have extreme credit card bills, don't they make enough of those guys, you know, the, the financially irresponsible, that they don't have to make the people who pay their shit on time have, deal with, like, having to call just to get money back that, you know, that they're going to give you back anyway if you ask for it, right? It's so dumb, man. I don't know. And you know what? To 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 waive my annual fee, it, you actually have to jump through a hoop. I have to spend 7,500 pesos this month up until July 11th or July 12th or whatever. I have to actually spend money to waive the fee. And I get why they do that. They want you to use their credit card. And for me, it's not really a problem. I could probably rack that up in a month easy, you know, with my phone payment and like groceries and gas. I'll, I'll, I'll hit that mark. But the fact that they make you do that, like why, man? Like isn't your standing, at, for example, I, you know, I've been a good standing card payer since what, 2018? At least for them, I've been always paying my credit cards on time, even in the States. So I've been doing it for, what, five years for them now? I haven't missed a payment. Uh, I, I charge shit on my card anyway. Uh, you know, just make it easy for us. Not just BDO, just all the banks out there. Because whenever a bank promises you a zero annual fee, there's always an asterisk, right, on the, on the, on the fucking the display or the poster or the people at the mall handing out flyers. What a tough job, by the way, that is. But if you look at the fine print, there's always some stipulation that says must spend 15,000 pesos within the first, whatever, 30 days, 60 days for no annual fee for life. I doubt that shit. When they say for life, they're going to charge you again, probably in a year, and then say, oh, you just have to do this. It's so dumb, man. Anyway, that's my mini rant. Holy shit, that was a five-minute rant. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's talk about stuff. Uh, so today I am hosting a debut in the South. Yeah, in Palazzo Verde. I actually went there last month to do a little bit of a ocular and a tech run. Not a tech run, actually. Just a discussion with the clients, so the dad, the mom, and, uh, of course, the debutante. Uh, her name is Bea. Shout out, Bea. I know she listens to Halala Show. I don't know if she listens to this. But thank you. And speaking of, I mean, just on a side note, I've been getting a lot of hostings because of people who listen to Halala Show. So I have this debut. Uh, I, I got an inquiry for, I believe, uh, a wedding because they are a Leche fan. I have a inquiry for a, 
for a, what do you call it? Fuck, a birthday party in, in Tacloban from a Leche fan who invited me to host their birthday, a uh, joint birthday over there. And because they listen to Halala show. So it's really cool. And today I got an email actually from an events company or something that they're, they're looking for hosts. So they wanted me to submit my profile and my reel and whatnot. And I ask, I always ask if it's my first time to work with them, how did you hear about me, you know, from my own records or from my own knowledge? And they said, uh, one of our team members actually listens to your podcast and recommended you. So thank you to whoever that is. I don't know if you're listening here, but I'll, I'll say the same thing on Hala Hala probably this week. Uh, but anyway, back to the debut. Uh, tomorrow or, um, later on today, I'm hosting the debut at Palazzo Verde. Uh, so I will update you on how that goes, but it's looking to be a fun time, man. I, I mean, we kind of looked over the program. There's going to be a cool dance n- number by the dad who's going to dress up as Michael Jackson because I believe he was a great dancer in his youth and the debutante is a dancer herself. So that's going on. It's going to be a busy week for me, actually. That's why I decided to record today because on Wednesday, tomorrow, I have a uh, video shoot. Yeah. Not a music video, just a video. So I've been hosting for SM Cyberzone live events, voiceover. So because they enjoyed my um, my performance review, it's good so far, they actually want me to do a digital video for them where I'm going to be an on-screen, on-cam host. Uh, we're going to talk about Cyberzone. I don't know exactly. They haven't sent me a script. They just made me send some outfit pegs, which if you've listened to this podcast, you know I fucking hate sending outfit pe- outfit pegs because... I don't like the way I look in clothes right now, but also because sometimes you don't have shit that they that they need. Now, of course, you could be you could be uh, diplomatic about it and ask for a budget for uh, for clothing and whatnot. But you know, yeah, I told you guys I'm easy to work with, right? So I figured uh, if I need something, you know, the the, the outfits that they're asking for are th- stuff that I could use in the future. So I said, "Fuck it, man." Uh, I sent what I had, and then they're like, do you have this? And I said, no. So I went to Uniqlo yesterday, and I bought something. And I also bought uh, a hoodie for myself, just because. It was on sale. It's a really nice hoodie. It's 990 pesos. It's an Airism gray hoodie. It's uh, it's my gym hoodie now. It's 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 fantastic. Uh, but yeah, so that's going on on Wednesday. And Thursday's my recording of Hala Hala Show uh, with Rika G. And then on Friday... I am going to Pampanga. Oh, no, no, sorry. That was supposed to be Pampanga. Uh, I'm going to Marilao, SM Marilao, to host for NLEX. Uh, if, I don't know if I talked about it in December last year. I hosted, uh, the first of a series of events called NLEX Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol being the Nickelodeon cartoon. So it's going to be my second time hosting. I was supposed to host for them two weeks ago. But because of uh, a scheduling con, oh no no, because of the typhoon, they actually had to cancel it. And then their their rescheduled date was actually on the day that I had to host for SM Cyberzone. So unfortunately, I missed out on one of the NLEX Paw Patrol hostings. So this will only be my second time to do it. I'm excited. Uh, I'm gonna be working with kids. Oh fuck! At least the good thing with about hosting for kids is that. They are always energetic. You just got to find the right, you know, spot. As they say in Filipino or Tagalog, kilite. You just have to find something that gets them hyped. It's not hard. You guys love Paw Patrol? Yeah, we love Paw Patrol. 
Who loves rubble? I know. I remember one of the names is rubble, right? One of the dogs from Paw Patrol. Who's a fan of rubble? Me! I love rubble! <laughs> so that's happening on Friday. So that's my week, and I, I'm sure I will discuss more about it on Halo Halo and also next week's uh, solo pod cast. I never call it pod. I, why did I say that? I always call it podcast. I know some people call it pod, but it just sounds weird to me. Did you listen to the latest pod? No. Did you record a pod? I have two pods. now. Podcast. So in my solo podcast next week, I will fill you in on all the juicy details. Um, on Halo Halo, I did talk about watching. So let's go into the movie portion as I seem to always do on this podcast. Let's go into the movie portion of things. I talked about watching Transformers Rise of the Beasts. I didn't go into too much detail into it. Uh, but on this one, I felt like I should maybe go delve a little deeper. So it, it incorporates, um, humans once again to much, much to my chagrin, right? I don't know why they always have to have a human element. Like, wh- why can't it just be fucking robots fighting each other, right? Um, cause it worked in the, in the, like the cartoons. Uh, I mean, I know there are humans in the cartoons, but for example, Beast Wars, which, does incorporate characters, the Maximals from the Beast Wars cartoon show, which was on Cartoon Network when in Japan when I was living in Japan. That's where I watched it. But I don't know what channel it was on here. Maybe Jack TV. I don't know what the fuck like programming you had here. But if you ever watch the Beast, Wo- Beast Wars animated cartoon, it's actually 3D animation. And if you watch it now, it did not age well. Uh, it looks it looks gross. <laughs> By the time when I was a kid, it looked fucking high tech. So if you watch the Beast War shows, it's just the Maximals and the, uh, I forgot the name of the equi- equivalent of the Decepticons. And they're just fighting each other. Uh, and you, there's no humans. Well, I guess in the, in the finale, there was like metahumans or whatever. But for the most part, it was just Dinobots versus Maximals, right? Uh, so I don't know why they always have to incorporate humans, especially since they. I think they're going to make this. I mean, I think this is qualified as a reboot. I think it's going to begin with Bumblebee, which uh, already came out. And this is technically the second film in a rebooted universe. I don't think they're going to incorporate the Michael Bay films as much as I enjoy the, you know, the th- the trilogy, so to speak. But, you know, I think it's good that they're rebooting it if that's the case. Because if you watch the end, there is something that, you know, is promising in terms of creating a wider, vaster universe. Uh, maybe minor spoiler, a Hasbro universe. <laughs> but my, my, besides the human issue, the movie's called Rise of the Beasts. And, uh, you know, spoiler free, but you don't see a lot of the beasts, meaning the Maximals, meaning Optimus Primal and Cheetor and Rhinox. And of course, if you ever watch the original like Beast Wars anime animated series, they don't even include like the coolest fucking characters, right? They don't have Rat Trap, they don't have Dinobot. Like what maybe they're saving it for a sequel, hopefully, cuz Rat Trap is for me my favorite character. Dinobot is also super fucking cool. Uh I like how the new villain though. I mean uh just a, I guess another spoiler. It's not Megatron this time. It's Unicron. And Unicron is like Thanos. He's like I feel like he's going to be the overarching villain over the course of this extended universe if this movie makes enough money. So yeah, there's that man. Uh go watch it. I still think it's probably top 3 tra- live action Transformers movies. 
Uh, I did post it on IG, but going down the list, it goes the first Transformers, which I have a soft spot for because uh, I'm a big, well, I don't know about now because I think he's canceled, right? But I was a big Shia LaBeouf fan. Uh, Megan Fox was there, right? <laughs> so, I mean, come on, Megan Fox leaning over the car or whatever, the Camaro. Oh my God, what an iconic shot. Um the second would probably be Bumblebee, and then the third would be Rise of the Beast. The reason I put Bumblebee over Rise of the Beast, because Haley Steinfeld hard-carried that movie. Plus, even though I said earlier that I'm not a fan of humans in in these kind of movies, like I wish there was less humans, I thought that for... I mean, if you think about it, the movie is only really about Bumblebee for 80% of it. So... To be able to carry that movie, Bumblebee can't do it by himself. So that's why, right? That's why I am okay with that. Like, if they were going to make a standalone, like, solo character transform, like, what what the fuck would you do? It's, it's not that cool. So I, I get the inclusion of a human character. I wonder if they're, well, actually, I don't want to spoil anything. So, yeah, that's the ranking, uh, Bam- Bumblebee, then Rise of the Beast. And then it goes Transformers 2, and then 3. I, I absolutely don't remember the Mark Wahlberg ones because I watch them at least once each time. Like there's two of them, right? I watch them each once and I, for the life of you, cannot tell you the storyline. I can't tell you the name of Mark Wahlberg's character. I don't remember who the, you know, what, I can't remember anything about those movies because they were so God awful, like really, really bad. And, you know, I can, it it it's on the same level as Pacific Rim 2 cuz Pacific Rim 1 wasn't a perfect movie by any means but that movie was a banger but then they came out with 2 and they they shit the bed you know how can you mess up giant robots fighting each other like that's all you have to do that's why I, i'm a huge fan of real steel because it was fucking awesome right so that's my ranking of Transformers movies. Uh, other than that, what else? I know The Flash comes out this week. I I, I was gonna watch it. I was I was actually hoping to watch it on early screening uh, today with uh, RX, the monster movie premiere of The Flash. But because I have to go host the debut, unfortunately, that's not possible. But also, I was kind of I I don't know. I'm on that I'm on that moral dilemma of like, should I fucking care about this movie? A because the DC universe is being completely rebooted. And as far as my understanding goes, this movie does not, will not be a part of the upcoming DCU as run now by James Gunn. I think it's James Gunn, right? Uh, of guardians of the galaxy fame. The same thing I felt when I watched Shazam too. Like I watched it. It was okay, but I'm like, none of this matters anymore. Because they're not, he's not going to be included in the the next iteration of the DCU. So I don't know. I, I I'm mostly watching it. Like I don't. I, I know Ezra Miller is kind of a piece of shit. I never really felt one way or another about his Flash. I like the Flash in the in the Justice League animated series. I never watched the TV Flash uh, because I saw clips of the CGI and it's just it fucking makes me mad. <laughs> so I don't want to watch it. I uh, hear it's good though. So I have no strong feelings towards The Flash. I am going to watch this because I want to see the Batmans. The Batmen, right? Michael Keaton, uh, Ben Affleck. I bet you Christian Bale's in there, man. They haven't said it, but I fucking bet you he's going to show up. 
Could you imagine if Robert Pattinson and like Val Kilmer and George Clooney all showed up to that shit would be crazy. Dude, that's worth the price of admission. You know, fun fact, I'm actually a, a, a fan of the uh, Val Kilmer and George Clooney Batman movies. Yeah, they're not good. But when you're 10 years old, 11 years old, and you're watching that, that shit is fucking cool, man. Mr. Freeze and his his cronies are ice skating and fighting you? Come on. It's cool. Plus, what's her name was super hot. Uh, Poison Ivy. One of my uh, sexual awakenings as a youth. Poison Ivy. When she kissed Robin and then and then he took off the fake lips. That was a 200 IQ move, by the way. Chris O'Donnell, who played Robin on both of those movies. So weird. Like, they decided to change the Batmans, the Batman. Like, so they went, I think it started with Val Kilmer, right? It was Val Kilmer and then George Clooney after. So why did they change Batman, but they didn't change Robin? So strange. Um, the only thing I really disliked about the, I think it's the second one, right? The second of those two, the two I'm talking about is Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. That was fucking lame. <laughs> that was fucking lame. I don't know why. I can't even pinpoint why I thought I was lame, but not a fan. But Jim Carrey as Riddler in the, what was it, the first one? Yeah, it was the first one, the first of those two. I'm sorry, when I say first one, I'm referring to these two movies, the George, the Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Jim Carrey, I thought was great as Riddler. And I thought, I thought, what's his name? Tommy Lee Jones was great at, as Two-Face. I thought, I thought that it was, you know, they were good villains. And it gave some gravitas when they killed off Robin's family, the, the circus performers. That shit was a pretty cool scene. Uh, the, the next one, you know, the one with, um, Arnold and Poison Ivy. And I forgot if there was another villain involved was not as good, but still enjoyable from the perspective of a kid. Now, rewatching it as an adult, you can obviously see it's not great, but I would still love to see their Batman on the screen in Flash. Don't spoil it for me yet, man. I'll probably won't be able to watch it till this weekend, but I hope so, man. I hope so. So yeah, uh, those are the, that's the movie that's, that's the big movie coming out this week, as well as there's another one. I think there's a Pixar movie coming out. The, the one that reminds me of Inside Out, but it's not. It's like it's about elements. Elemental? I think that's what it's called. Should I watch Elemental before I watch Flash? Which one comes out on Torrents first? <laughs> Which one's going to come out illegally first? That That's maybe the question I need to ask. Uh, yeah, but I haven't really watched anything else lately. I've been kind of busy grinding at the gym. I've been watching a lot of YouTube, actually. That's what it is. Uh, I've been watching a lot of YouTube fitness influencer shit a lot of scientific shit not really scientific but it's like fitness youtubers that break down scientific information into consumable videos for me you know this this dumb neanderthal neanderthal that i am you know i don't want to read through papers so i'm gonna watch a youtuber who says that he did the research or that she did the research he or she did the research and then take it as fact because I don't want to delve any further and find my own research. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, one of my favorite, uh, let me just share with you some of my favorite, uh, YouTube shit that I've been watching. So Will Tennyson is, is like, he's my favorite fitness vlogger. 
he doesn't really do like how to videos kind of, you know, how some fitness people are like how to grow your, well, I guess he does that, but like, you know, here's the fitness, here's my routine, blah, blah. He doesn't really do that. He does like weird, not weird. He does challenges, you know, like for example, one, he did like the U.S. Marine Corps uh, fitness test. There's one where he joined a powerlifting campaign, which was actually a really good video. Uh, so his name is Will Tennyson, W-I-L-L-T-E-N-N-Y-S-O-N, I think. What, what I like about his videos is it's in a vlog style. His editing style is very simple for the most part. I mean, his editor does some cool shit sometimes, but for the most part, it's just him talking. And the, 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 the really the, the best part is he is fucking hilarious. I find him so funny. He has like deadpan humor for, for a lot of his humor. It's really good. So go watch Will Tennyson. Another guy that I watch, not a fitness thing, but I've also been watching as I am a big fan of, and I've always been a big fan of, uh, self-help videos and shit. So this guy's a finance guy. His name is Charlie Chang. It's, it looks, it sounds like Charlie Chan, like the fucking, let me look it up. The, the yellow cab pasta. Charlie. Chang? Chang? Let me look it up. Ah, here it is. Charlie Chang. C-H-A-N-G. And, and the videos that I like to watch, especially when I'm at the gym and, you know, I'm bored on the, on the fucking bike because I hate cardio. I watch these, uh, asking blank how to become blank. So like, for example, here's one asking immigrant millionaires how to become successful. Asking millennial entrepreneurs how they invest their money. It's it's just a man on the street type interview. He doesn't talk much actually because he lets the the people he's interviewing talk for the most part and it's really cool. It's a diverse set of people usually. It's a diverse set of answers, but at the end of the day, he's interviewing mostly successful people. And just hearing them talk about their maybe their routines or maybe what they a lot of people say, what's one thing that you don't compromise on in terms of spending? And a lot of them say food. And, you know, for me, I was like, yeah, that's good. I like it. Uh, and then there's, you know, they talk about investments. They talk about their, the books that they like reading. They talk about their motto in life. There, there's so much to take away from his videos. And he's not the only one that does it. But the reason I like it is because he doesn't talk that much uh, during these interview style. He has, he has videos where he does solo shit, where he talks, you know, he explains something. But I'm a bigger fan of him just interviewing people. Because he he lets them speak, and I think that's a a skill that is neat, necessary when you're an interviewer. Like he he's a good listener. Sometimes I watch these videos, these types of videos, and it's the uh, financial guru or influencer just fucking talking and talking, and he has someone there with him who could probably share a wealth of information, and he just has a comment for everything, right? So Charlie Chang, that's another one I would recommend. But the fitness influencer shit, I've only recently got into that. I have waves where I, you know, when I go on, you know, like, you know, in years past, when I would be on a fitness tear, I would watch some, you know, some how to do, how to build your chest effectively, blah, blah, blah. But I think for the first time in maybe a decade, because I remember I had, a, I had a phase in college where I was really on the grind in terms of gym. I would wake up at 4 a.m., I would eat clean. Uh, so it's been about 10 years since I've kind of been in this mode. So I'm rediscovering old videos, but also discovering new videos. 
But Will Tennyson, I, I've been I've watched his videos in the past, but I really have been watching him a lot. Uh, other people that I watch, I don't know their names, but there are certain like styles of video that I enjoy watching. Uh, a lot of them is like the well, transformation videos are 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 given, right? I like seeing fat people become sexy because I'm fat and I want to become sexy. Like that's you you are what you watch, right? So I want to I watch one of those. The ones that I skip though are those fucking challenge ones. I fucking hate those ones. Like if you can lift your body weight, I'll give you a hundred dollars. I don't give a fuck about those videos. None of that shit motivates me. I'm never going to run into this guy. You know, the one that I could run into, though, is in like Mega Mall. I saw a video on TikTok. Don't say anything. Don't say anything into the mic and I'll buy you anything you want. Obviously, that shit is a full of shit, right? I feel like it's scripted. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Whoever the TikTok user is that does that, there's no fucking way that you will buy them anything that they want. Because whenever they win the the so-called challenge, they fucking end up buying, like, shoes? Hello? Hello? Go to the fucking Mac Power Mac Center. Get, like, 10 Mac... No, get the whole store. I mean, they say anything. Uh, so, but if it's one item, you gotta buy the biggest ticket item that you can find. What's the biggest ticket item you can find in a mall? I'm thinking... It's got to be an electronic or an appliance. Unless we're talking about the cars that are on display in the showrooms, like in the middle of the mall. And I'm always curious how they get that shit in there, right? But uh, that beside the point, if there's no car, what 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 would you buy? Well, I mean, what would you have them buy? I'm thinking the, the highest end technologi- technological gadget has got to be the... Oh, no, 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 no. A fucking Rolex, right? If you're in Podium. I I know there's a Rolex there. Just get a Rolex. But no, let get me some Onitsuka Tigers. Get me this coat from H and It's so ridiculous that like it's. I mean, it's ridiculous because if it's true, like if they really will buy you anything, there's no fucking way these people are saying buy me these shoes. How? <laughs> I mean, I, how am I? Don't know, man. Are they shy? Are they embarrassed? If somebody said, legit came up to my face and said anything, I would be like, anything? Anything? Give me a Rolex, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, so those are the videos that I skip. Uh, when I'm at the gym, I also watch a lot of YouTube shorts because some of these, like, some, for example, there's an exercise that I see someone doing. I don't know how it's done properly, uh, or at least I want to see video on it. But whenever I look up, for example, how to do face pulls. Face pulls is an exercise which is really great for your like upper back and your shoulders and shit. And whenever I watch, uh, whenever I search that, if I look for the long form horizontal form video, it's like a 10 minute video and it takes them like three minutes to get into the content. I mean, sure, I could fast forward, but if you go to shorts, it's, it's 50, 40, 50, 60 second videos and they don't, they cut through all the bullshit. They skip the sponsors. They skip all this. Hi, I'm a fitness trainer for 25 years or whatever. It's just like, let's do face pulls. Here's how you do it. Here's how you stand. Pull it over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure your body's in. So I've been watching a lot of YouTube shorts as well in terms of at the gym and I'm looking for maybe more exercises for a certain body part. Sometimes the gym, you know, uh, you know, this is just advice for anyone who goes to the gym. 
But if there's a machine that you're always using and then there's, you know, one guy on there fucking picking his nose and watching TikTok and taking his sweet, sweet time in between sets, you have to find a different exercise because, you know, you want to stay warm. So you look up alternative exercises for my hamstrings or for my calves or for my biceps and you'll just look, go through YouTube shorts. There's so many. Uh, ones that I have been watching, I watched yesterday. It's this Filipino guy, man. Uh, leg muscles ranked. Hold on. I like his videos, his long form videos. What the fuck is that guy's name? Here it is. Jeremy Ethier. J-E-R-E-M-Y-E-T-H-I-E-R. He has 5.5 million subscribers. He's a Filipino American, I'm guessing. Maybe Canadian. And I like his videos because they have some cool effects sometimes, but he also shows the science part of it. And then he shows, and he's ripped as fuck, right? So I trust him, right? I trust anyone that's ripped <laughs> online. I mean, who are you to tell me to not, you know, that I'm, that you're wrong? Who am I to tell you that you're wrong? I mean, look at you. You're built like a Greek god. You know, sometimes I'll watch these videos and I see in the comments, like, no, that's not how it should be done. But, but I'm looking at the guy and he looks like, he could he could fucking destroy me and he could he could lift me and my family with both arms so you know there's there's that saying that goes don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from and i forgot who said it but uh this this these guys like this jeremy guy could definitely criticize me <laughs> because i want to look like him right so th that guy, I like his stuff. And there's another one, which is an animated. It's like a guy who draws on a tablet, I'm guessing. And then he explains scientific shit about losing weight or calorie counting or macros or supplements. I don't know his name, but his videos pop up all the time on my YouTube homepage. It's, it's a, it's basically he doodles, uh, he doodles on the video or like it's a video of doodles, his drawings. But he explains fitness-related stuff. So that's another one that I've been watching. And yeah, I was able to push the podcast at 30 minutes. Sorry for all the, uh, sorry for all the, what do you call it? Foxy, here we go. For all the dead air on this one. I, 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 I don't edit, right? So if I find myself rambling in between thoughts, I think I did that a lot more today than I do normally. So if you listen this far and it's your first time, I promise it's not always like that. On that note, if you want a better podcast, there's The Hala Hala Show with my partner, Rika G. Not that much rambling on there because Rika G is there to catch me when I fall and vice versa. And we we're planning to record on Thursday. So look out for the new mix. But if you haven't caught up, uh, please do so. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and on TikTok. And you know what? I should be pushing this, which I, I don't. Uh, I, I feel like I should now because of what I talked about earlier, how People are approaching me because of being recognized as a podcaster that does live events hosting. If you need a host for, and you know, sometimes people are like, uh, but he only hosts weddings or debuts or whatever. I'll host whatever the fuck you want, right? As long as it's in line with my beliefs. And my beliefs lie in cold, hard cash. Uh, there's only one hosting. No, two hostings that I've ever turned down. And they were both political political hostings like political whatever actually no one was a birthday for a politician of uh whatever i turned that down because i just did not want to deal with that and the second was for a political rally for enough for a party that i was not really uh i don't see eye to eye with 
So I turned those two down. Those are the only host things I've turned down. But if you want me to host for your OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans launch, sign me up, man. So if you want to, if you want me to host your feet picks website launch, I'm there, right? I am there for you. And let me know. I mean, anything and give me, just tell me that you, you found me through the podcast and I usually give a discount. Like I, for all the halo halo, uh, uh, what do you call it? Inquiries. I've given a discount because I'm so touched that, you know, people from the podcast recommended me to, to, to host that I feel like, you know what? Let me show you what I got. Let me give you a discount. And if you really like it next time, you, you give me full price, man. Right. So that's the podcast for real now. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.